or a gula that's going to that's going to lift up the entire world. Tavi bikvaysa heresu shvira gedolu laelish lahistagul lekabul kol kach gedolus when it's gavas is going to bring devastation. It's going to bring. It's going to bring a heresu shvira to all those who, during the course of time, did not prepare to receive that light of Gula. Remember, everything that's, in the, everything that's going to be in the Gula that we're waiting for, there was Ma'ain that in the Gula from Mitzrayim. Since all the Gulas through time are Anofim of that Shairish, of that root of the Gula from Mitzrayim, so we see such an Indian also by, by Pesach, by Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, that Chazal tell us that every Makkah that there was, every plague that there was for the Egyptians was a refuel Israel. Every nega, every patch that the Egyptians, that the Egyptians received brought in some way Mida Keneged Mida and Mida Taiva it brought the Rafu and the Yeshua to Am Yisrael. So the Or HaGeula that's going to bring a Yeshua and a Rafu to the whole world is the Venahaf is going to bring with it Harris and Shvira to those who are not able to receive that light. And Rabbi Yaakov Moshe explains, V'zoysi ha-sibala kfira ha-klolis And this is the cause for the general kfira. The kfira, the heresy, the atheism. And the spiritual brokenness, tzibrochenkeit, sheb'ikvaseh the Meshicha, that we're living through now, be'ikvaseh the Meshicha. The world is not ready. The world hasn't prepared itself for these hafaos gedolos, for these spectacular, for the appearance of this spectacular light of Gula that's beginning to make its way into the world. It's a Chazal tell us in many places that any sudden irregularity, even if it's something which is good, if a person if a person is used to cold to cold weather, and then suddenly he's exposed to warm weather, to hot weather, that shinui vesis, that change, that irregularity that suddenly comes into his life. Chazal says, Tchilas Chayli. That's the beginning of illness, of sickness. The human being does best when there's a Seder and a Kvias to his life, on all levels. When there's a Seder and there's a Kvias. When he has his, when he has his Vesas. When there's a Mahalach. But when there's a Shinui in the Vesas, when there's some strange... Curveball in the normal mahalach of things in his life. So a person 
You have Jews that they that they eat the whole week. They eat like regular human beings, so even less than regular human beings. And it comes Shabbos, and they eat like they they have uh, they, they have such so much food and and such strong types of food. And it's one thing if you have a yid that he he lives all week long like the Chalent and the other people that do that a lot of these things during the week. So he doesn't necessarily feel the change as dramatically as a person who eats a normal, healthy diet the entire week. But if there's a shinui, all of a sudden on Shabbos, the person's stuffing himself on Shabbos, and that's tchilas choli, it causes sickness. Salachas kamavakamna. For those in the world who are unprepared for the unbelievable shinui that's going to be, and that light of redemption is revealed, even though said it's a wonderful thing the aura is great but the shinui vessels that's that that's going to cause in the world is going to bring it's going to bring a lot of khali a lot of sickness what rabbi akamish is saying is a very deep thing that the sickness of atheism at the end of time the sickness of heresy, of apostasy, of of not caring, of complete and total apathy when it comes to religion, is because the world hasn't prepared itself for the appearance of the light of Gula. The world is unprepared for Haifaos Gedolos. Tremendous hyphos, for big, big things. Bamis, big things. So the shinuyim at the end of time are going to cause for those who are not in the habit of thinking of God, for those who are not in the habit of looking for meaning in life, dveikas bashem and so on, for them, the light of Gula is going to be a maka. For the Egyptian, for one person, it's a maka. For another person, what is choshech for one person is or for another person. What's or for this person is choshech for that person. Yeah. So why is this heaven not to be why, Dafka, why most Ha'ikvist of the Mashiach? So let's go a little bit weiter. Okay, let's go a little bit weiter. Good. L'shem kach, dorush v'nochutz b'zman hazeh. And because of this, it's very urgent that now l'shazer b'oymetz rav b'oyz ha'kadusha. It's very important to strengthen ourselves with great courage and great strength, the oiz of Kedusha, with the strength of holiness, to begin to accustom ourselves to more Kedusha, to more, to more light. Lahatzitz ulestakel to begin to gaze upon, to look at the highest heights. And this is what Rav Kook, what his Rebbe was talking about all of the time. And the Tzaddik and the Mekubalim, the Gra, 
from all the Batim the Grun, going back to Chaim Vital, that the time has come that we begin to accustom, to accustom ourselves to regulate our lives to that light of Pnimis HaTorah, the inner light of Torah, to begin to look at the highest things. Whereas Jews were able to be, in the past, were able to be Maminim, they were able to be simple believers, and it wasn't necessary to wasn't necessary to look to look to look at high things. They were able to continue on being good stronger ones learned some Gemara, Yechidei Skula that that looked in Svar looked in those who looked in the Zayar Kodesh, very, very, very few people. The world Bechlal was submerged in darkness. The world was submerged in darkness. And since very little light at that time, this is by way of answering the question, since at that time very little light was filtering in through the darkness, was making its way through the darkness. So there wasn't there wasn't a spectacular contrast between darkness and light. It's interesting because we always think about the earlier generations as Davka being so lichty, so illuminated, and that we're living in the darkest time. But in, in Pneumius, that's not true at all. That's not true at all. I spoke a little bit about Hanukkah to one of the shiurim. I don't remember which Rebbe it was, which shiur. The Indian of, the Indian of his Katnus Hadairis, generations getting smaller and weaker. That in Hasidus and Kabbalah, there's a different understanding of that sugya. Achalpanim, so the contrast between dark and light wasn't that strong. So the entire world was in darkness. And, and therefore, when a Jew had access to some light, even though there was only a minimal amount of light, it sufficed, and he was able to be a mammon. And he was, he was on a healthy diet of taif, kitzur shchanarach, Again, more some more advanced people, but most people didn't own a shas, as you know. I'm not talking about a thousand years ago. I'm talking about eighty years ago, ninety years ago. It was rare that a person had an entire shas. It was like a big yichus. To learn to be mavisedra, to learn a little bit, maybe hardly Searle, or the Yiddish, and so on. And that diet, that diet was, was a healthy diet, and they were big maminim, and they lived that way. Jews lived that way. As we get closer to the end of time, really it began in earnest at the time of the Grah, the Balsham, started already with Ramchal, but the Gain and the Balsham, because what the Zohar Kodesh says is going to happen before the end of time. 
So there was a tremendous amount of light that was allowed into the world. In the world at large, that brought to spectacular improvements in life. Scientific, medical, even political, social, political, economic. Everything began to everything began to become more and more illuminated by that light, which is Noachizer from the end of time of Mashiach. So those who those who became settled in the light of Gashmias, in the light that was emerging into the in the world, in terms of progress, science, and so on. But remained submerged in the darkness of the darkness of Amunis Tfelis and Kvira and so on. So for them, the light of Geula, the light of Geula causes a Shriya Sakhail. There's so much light. There's so much light that's that's entering into the world. And whereas before Mashiach, we're talking about generations ago, when it was still further away from the end, the light was Mesgala, the Iker was Mesgala in the world in terms of science and civilization. And within Klai Yisrael, Teres Agra, Teres Avosham, Pnimi Satur began to open up to the Hamayin Am. For those who began to regulate their lives according to that light of Primius, which is the Ur of Mashiach. So for them, the, the ultimate light of Gula, the ultimate light of Gula will be the, the fulfillment and the completion of that which they were already establishing as part of the vessels of the Kvias of life. But for those who threw themselves into the into the magushim dike, into the magushim dike, into the coarse material aspect of the light before Mashiach comes, they're going to be overwhelmed by the hisgalus of that or They're already being overwhelmed by the or and it's not clear to many many people in the world to make a distinction than or homlum bar there's something big that's happening and the question is what does the person take from that bigness how does he see the bigness so there's very big fear Tremendous kfir. It used to be that um, used to be that people, Europe, most of the world, people were people believed in God. It was a dava It was a dava that there's a God and to believe in God. Different amunist failures that are mixed into belief, but people believed in God. Of course, different interpretations, but they believed in God. Davka when it was. The Dark Ages, Dafke, when things were much less illuminated. 
the Shinui Vesis at the end of time, Rabbi Yaakov Moshe says, has brought about the Kfira Klolos and the Shvira Ruchanis, big of the Mashiach. Because of the light that, that's, that's entering into existence. That wasn't for all of the years. Yeah, is it? Um, Oh, maybe I misunderstood. Say it again. Someone, a kofar or just the Pharisee yeah. in general, people who are um, in that in that thought, wouldn't a revelation of a light um, create a much stronger belief in them than someone who's been exposed to, let's say, light, a little light, a little light, yeah. they won't necessarily realize the change. Yeah, yeah. You you would think that that's how you would think that that's how it would be experienced, but there's. Um, There's a term. There's a term that's used in the Chachmas of the Umas Ha'olam. Trying to remember, I'll, I'll describe it to you. But and since you're more recently involved in those Chachmas, so you'll remember what it's called. Right now, it just I can't. I, at this moment, I don't remember. But there is a certain mechanism in the human, in the human psyche. There's a certain mechanism that when there's some great, awesome, com- completely game-changing truth, it's called cognitive dissonance. Some tremendous great truth. It's misgala. That would demand a complete and total restructuring of one's way of looking at everything there's this fascinating there's this fascinating defense mechanism that operates within the person that is able to look at that truth in the clearest way and see it mamish panabapana and to and to run away from it, to deny it. To deny it. In Basyakov the Ishbuch it says a few times that we see in, in Sefer Daniel and other places in Tanakh that it says that the that the Goyim uses Lashanis that the Goyim Ayurei Elokim, that they're God fear. So the Ishbuch says The, 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 that need of fear in God the consequence of that need of fear in God by the Umas Ailam is to run away from God the normal instinct that one has when you're afraid of something is you run away even though they're chasing you and saying this is good for you, this is good for you but when you're afraid it's too much it's 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 uh, it's <laughs> The consequences of this reality are so huge, so unbearable. There's this thing called cognitive dissonance. I mean, maybe I'm saying it wrong. I, I, don't, I don't remember from school if that's exactly what that means, but I, something a little, I think that's what it means. When the person grasps something, 
cognitive, he grasps something. The dafke that brings about a tremendous dissonance within him, and and he runs away. This is on the other hand, the Jew, when he senses God's presence, even though it's a frightening thing, he's willing he's willing to explore that. And therefore, the, the Beis Yaakov writes that the Indian of Kedusha, of holiness, is a hepech medvarm shalmabakach. It's the opposite of things being inconsequential. The Indian of a Jew is to look at things and to believe that everything is important, because everything is his galus of elokus. The Ezbitz says the Goyim can't live with that. They can't live with that. So they run away from God. while claiming to believe in him. But that belief has such consequences that it brings to a state of cognitive dissonance where it's just too much to bear. And therefore you'll find an interesting thing, one of the, one of the reasons for this, but I mentioned this a few weeks ago, is you'll find by the Umm I don't know about in, in every culture, but certainly you find this in Western culture, that they will curse with the name of their God. So they'll say something with Yoshke, with Isaish, and they use it in the way of a klala. And the the side hadavr is that they don't want they don't want Yashka. They don't want Yashka. They don't want they don't want Elokus. Does that mean they don't believe in God? No. It means that they believe in God, but the consequences are too. The shinui haveses is unbearable. The change is unbearable. So again, the or, the same or, the same light, gives life to one person and destroys the other person. Somebody says Gavaldigishir. This this marshal is used in all the Chabad Svarm and all the Svar. You can have a big a big Talmachim says a Gavaldigishir. So you have two guys are sitting there. For this person it's a Ganadin, this person's whatever he thought he understood in the Gemara, now he's sure he doesn't understand the Gemara at all. He was all excited. He prepared he prepared to do this Chavusa for three hours for the Shia. And at least he felt he made a good landing on the Gemara. And he understands Gemara Rashi Taisus. Then the Rebbe gets up and says, and now, he, and now any confidence he had in the Blad Gemara is gone. He, he, he doesn't understand the Gemara at all. The, the other boy who understood the Rebbe Shir, the Gemara is Mamish giving him the biggest chiz. This Gemara is the most exciting one I ever saw in my life. Every word in the Gemara is Mamish talking to me. The other person can become so frightened that he doesn't want to look at the Gemara again. I had a guy in the shul, he said to me. I was talking about, we have a program of Hashem in the shul that we've done already four years. It's going to be the fifth year, Bez Hashem. That we divide the whole shas by the Pizetzna, by the yard side of Pizetzna. On Dal Cheshvan, we make a uh, Masha's. So, there's a lot of fighting that goes on. Each one wants this Masech, that Masech, that's beautiful. So, yeah. There's so many beautiful stories that come out from this. I mean, people that 
uh, this Balshuva that that uh, you know he said he, he raises he he wanted to he, he, I forget, there's one of the fellows that takes care of this and so he volunteered from Sach to Shabbos so he said he should, you, I think you should speak to Rebbe about that so he said I, I wanted to take Sach Shabbos I love Shabbos I want to learn the Gemara Shabbos I said yeah you know how big that is you, you ever see Gemara Shabbos you have one year to do that it's, it's very big he said well how big is it he said I said, I'm sorry, it's like this big. It's big. I said, even if you take out a lot of this stuff in the back, it's big. So he said, uh, he said, he said, I want to do it. I said, you could divide it. There are other people who could, you could divide up the Gemara Shabbos. There are people that would, he said, I'm going to do it. You know, he didn't tell me this. His, his wife, he's a, he's a very, very hush of it in, in a, like a hedge fund, something like that. I don't know, one of these business things, big things, I don't know. And and his wife said he would come home and a little bit, he would help with the homework, with the children, with Abmar. She said he, he was every night of the Gemara for four hours. He did it. He did it. That took him home the Shabbos. He used, the, of course, he used the art school, but you have to understand that he's with the art school and he was trying to write down words and it's unbelievable. So I have one of the guys from the shul. He's, he's, he's like in his 60s, a very sweet guy. Very, very sweet guy. So I said to him, no, let's say his name is uh, Yankel. I said, no, Yankel, why don't you volunteer? You know, it's not such a nice thing to do, to ask someone to volunteer, but what's with you? So he says to me, this is what he says. He says, no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't do tomorrow. I said, what, you're Jewish, aren't you? He says, no, I... And he, starts, he tells me the yeshiva. He went to real, you know, he went to Chashev yeshivas, you know, uh, years ago. I don't want to say the names. The two very big yeshivas. And he had very important rebbeim. He said, and that was it. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with the Gemara. That was. I had it. You know, I had it. I didn't understand it. It's not for me. So I said to him, Yankel, the guy learns the homosech the Shabbos. He spent the first twenty years of his life in a haze of drugs and alcohol. He didn't learn anything. You, you, you know what? You learn Mishnah. You learn, you learn Parashi. He says, I love to do the Parashi. So, so you can learn Gemara. He's afraid of the Gemara. He's afraid of the Gemara. I couldn't talk him into it. I, I had guys I sent after him to learn with him in Harusa. He said, I don't want to touch that. I had it. I said, yeah, it was 45 years ago. He said, I don't know what it is, 45 years ago, it's the same Gemara, it's 45 years ago. I said, yeah, but you're different. It's different. You still haven't succeeded with him. He's afraid. For another person, for this Belt the Gemara gave him his life. Now he's, he's Meshuggah with, with the, the Gemara. Doesn't, all he wants to do all the time is learning, he's learning, he's learning, he's learning. He's learning. Although he took a small Masech there. He, he, he acknowledged that that was Takah like a regular Masech but he's but he's, but he's learning it's, it's a chiyas for him and for this other guy the same or okay there's an Indian but I, I'm not even sure that it has to do with that I think the guy's just afraid and he's running away I don't know, I don't know. it's not possible to him but to try something but you see this Kaseyed that there's this Indian of something that's so big that it's over, it's completely overwhelming, and and 
And the, one of the most wonderful things about the Dafyomi is that it creates a vessus, it creates a kvias in a person's life of, of Talmud Torah. Even though a lot of, how much does a person get, unless he has a fantastic memory, if he doesn't have time to chaza, how much from the Dafyomi could a person remember himself? So, you know, you talk to somebody that already is learning the third time, Dafyom, you know, say, it's, it sounds familiar to me, you know. Uh, sounds familiar to me. So he's gaining some familiarity, but at that rate, he's going to be like, you know, 432 years old before like something. But the issue is that he has a, a best kavur. He has a kvius in his life of Talmud Torah. And that opens him up to many, many things, many, many drums of Bedusha. That vessus. So what Yaakov Mesh is saying is that the the, the world you, you're right, as what you're saying is true, that you, we would expect excitement. And by a Jew there is such a thing. And there'll be his galas of or of Ariel Shemashiach, there will be there will be such a thing. But until that time, the struggle that people have often leads to atheism. And after the people who have the biggest capacity to be Maminim are the ones that are screaming and yelling that they don't believe in anything. That they don't believe in anything. Dafka, those who have the strongest kayach of Amun, they become the biggest kayach. Reishis at Sa'odim, Listak Lazuhi, Oymet Sa'amuna, so Yaakimish says an interesting thing. The first steps, he says, of strengthening the Amuna and getting and getting used to the light, like getting into a into the rhythm of of Irish Mashiach. The first thing he says, Rashis Hatsadim, he's not talking here to, to, that you should begin by learning uh Zaya Kaddish, to begin by learning Kisvari. That's not those are not the first steps. The first steps, he says, it's, a, it's such a deep thing. The first steps at beginning to see the, the light of redemption, of accustoming us, becoming accustomed to that, or getting used to the light of redemption, is davka, oimitz, emuna, strengthening emuna, emuna, v'toykev habitochen betuv Hashem, strengthening our belief and our trust, that God is good. Betuv Hashem. In the, in the kindness, in the good, in the love of Hashem. The chasad of Hagadolim, every single thing is Hashem's chasad, Hashem's love. That's the beginning, he says. Those are the first steps. Because ultimately with Mashiach, there's going to be such a hisgalus of toiv Hashem that everything is good. Such an unbelievable hisgalus of toiv Hashem that those who did not spend their lives seeking the Toiv Hashem, trying to understand the Toiv Hashem, believing that Hashem is good, believing that Hashem is kind, and everything is Hashem's Toiv. They're going to be blown away by that Hizgalas, that everything is good. Everything was good, everything is good. What happened was Rabbin Me'ameharetz Mesyadin 
Kinofal Pachat Mordechai, is it said in the Pasuk? Kinofal Pachat Mordechai, I remember says that. Rabbi Me Amherat Messiahad. The Indian of Shushan Purim is Mocha Kedas Hayoyim. What's going to be after the Hizgalus of Or? The Ikka Yontiv, if you look and treat Sadiq there, Sadiq has big marochas. The Indian of Shushan Purim by Sadiq is very big. And Ikka day of Purim, Bamis is Shushan Purim, because that's when it's Purim in Yushalayim. Yushalayim is the Ikka of the world. So, Tzachmani said, we're sitting ready in Nach Purim. But the Ikka Purim is Shushan Purim. Because the issue when it comes to Inyana Kedusha is always what happened to the person after the Orvis Mizgal? Like, follow up. What happened after the Hizgalas Or? Are the going to have such a thing when it comes to a blackout? Where were you when the lights went out? By a Jew, it's who are you when the lights went on? You know, when the lights went on. When the, light, when the lights came on, who are you? So when it's when it's per, no. So you get caught up for the moment. You can get caught up in the excitement. But is it going to be like Esther Malka said Dachashveresh? Is it going to be Mocha Kedas Hayoy? Is it going to be tomorrow will be like today? The or to be able to live in that or with that his godless of or <coughs> the whole Indian of Purim is is his godless of the Yugimomidis. Shoshana's Yaakov Shoshana is the Indian of the thirteen petaled rose the Yudgimomidis Arachman. The Indian of Purim is, is Galus of the highest, highest or And the Gilu was Davke in Teva. Without the Shem Hashem being revealed. We don't have the name of Hashem in the Megillah. Because one has to get used to the Or of Hashem in Teva, to see God's love and God's toiv in Teva, in the world, in Chayshech. By Shushan Perm, already this, by Shushan Perm, already the, the cat is out of the bag. By Shushan Perm. Then that's what they need in Machagadasayim is that most of Amalek was killed afterwards. Biggest, biggest clap to the side, to the sitrach, to the side of evil is really after Purim. The Yontiv of Purim, Rav Hutna gave a marshal. Rav Hutna gave a marshal. You see that, because even the Chazal say that that all the other Yom are going to be betalim or secondary. 
Lost the love of Purim is the biggest yantav. So Rutten said a marshal that the person Lalaini was a sagi nohar. The person is blind. He says that the tefer, the tefer by blind people is that is that they usually, not always, but they usually have an incredible ability to hear. An incredible ability to hear. Especially if it was a person who originally did see and then lost, God forbid, lost his, his eyesight. An incredible ability to hear. Because since they're not able to see, all the kaychas and nefesh are concentrated in the in the in the hearing. And that kaych of shmiya benefish, just there's a kaych that's called shmiya benefish, hearing benefish, is concentrated in a blind person much, much, much more than a, a person who can see. Where we divide our experiences, our, our experiences we divide. But the person who's lawlain, who's blind, is kaych hashmiya. So Rav said, That the Yontav of Purim is the Yontav without a Besamekdish. So there was no Besamekdish. It's the Yontav that took place in Chutzlarz. It took place in, in a matzav of, of Haster Asti, of a double Hastar, of, the, of concealment within concealment. So Vodna said, so when we weren't able to see God, we developed an acute ability to hear Him, to, to hear traces of His presence. He says, that's the Indian form. The hearing of Klayasol was refined. And it's because of Purim that we're able to make it through history without seeing, without seeing Nisa without seeing the Shem Hashem, without Nevoah, without the Urm Vitumim, without the Besamek, there's so many years, and to still be Jews, it's because of it. we're able to Tashma, we're able to come and hear. The ability to hear, Rav Hudnis said, that, that Koach of Shmir, that began in Shushan Habir. That began with the Yontav of Purim. So we, be- we began to regulate our lives to the sound of sounds of Elokus. And for the rest of the world, darkness and abandonment and so on. So Rabbi Yaakov Moshe says such a chiddush here. The first steps, the first steps of beginning to get used to that light of Geula, the first steps is to strengthen our Amunah in Tuv Hashem and Hashem's love for us and how everything is called everything is good 
to know and to believe that everything that's in the world in a cloud without any exception it's created only because of Hashem's loving kindness to reveal there is nothing that is absolutely evil everything's good not like it's really not good but it's going to in the end it's going to be good Not kolmad of Rachman Latav. The Baltani says the chilek. Everything God does is for the good. It means maybe endemis is not really so good now, but it's going to be in the end. It'll be good. Gamzu l'toyv is the mid of Nachamish. Gamzu is gamzu l'toyv. So we don't we don't get that. We're actually also lots of someone l'toyv that in the end it's going to have a happy ending. Elohu toyv behechle. It was, it is, and it will be. Everything is tight. And any Jew who has das and is, is longing for salvation, must work very hard to come to this Madrega to recognize Toiv of Hashem and all that exists. That's how our eyes are readjusting to the light. We're getting ready for the light of the ultimate redemption. While we're here in these last moments of darkness, so that when the ultimate ur of absolute Toiv is revealed, it won't shatter or break us with a shinu vessels. Everything is absolute toif. This understanding itself uplifts the soul. And strengthens the neshama to be strong, powerful and strong, courageous and strong. Armed with the zroa, the arm of gvur, Equipped with gvur, v'nezet the first neitzachin and the crown of victory. Me'ain madregas Moshe of Enor Lashom shakol magamosu ha'iserak toiv aterosik toivu. That was the madrega of Moshe Rabbeinu. Kitoivu. What does it mean kitoivu? Doesn't mean he just was a nice looking baby. It's toiv or everything was or everything Moshe Rabbeinu was or toivu. The small habayis oira. He himself, everything he saw. L'chein lo inachlas gufo and kol goyim the vuasa. Therefore, when Hashem's toiv was revealed to him, and he would experience a he would experience a nevuah, a prophecy, he, he didn't fall to pieces. He didn't he didn't he didn't faint. He was able to he was able to experience that toiv without a shvir sakelim, without falling apart, because it wasn't a shinui vesis for him. It didn't make him sick to see a nevuah, because he was accustomed to God's light from the time he came to the world. The other neviim, they were greatest the greatest people, but they would have a shinui vesis when it be such light, they'd fall to pieces. And that's going to be the Madrega we're going to be on when Mashiach comes, when that aspect of Mashiach will be able to reach each and every one of us, each and every Jew. We'll be able to have 
will be able to have those nefulas of Asmaglari Hamira, as it says in the Navi, that, that we saw that the, that the children, the little children, the old people, everybody's going to be saying the Vias, and we have Nevuah. We'll all get used to that or and live in that or of of Maishabeno of Kitaivu. Kitaivu and the small habayas oiva that we'll be able to live in. Well, we should be Zaikhim at Shantat.